Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. I'm Luke Luker. The start of terror from the Beltway snipers 20 years ago. I'm Dick Iuliano. Police investigating after gunshots went off in a local shopping mall. Two bungled burglary attempts in our area leave nine men behind bars. I'm Ralph Fox. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Peter King in Orlando. The sun is down here in Florida, but search and rescue teams are still looking for anyone who may have ridden out Hurricane Ian and survived along the southwest coast. And more help is coming into the state. Richard Powell is a retired law enforcement officer heading here from Wichita, Kansas. There's never enough volunteer workers to, to absolutely cover everything that needs to be done, especially in a catastrophic event like uh, the hurricane in Florida. Correspondent Chris Hoffman is in Northport. Searchers in Florida are combing through the ruins of homes and buildings looking for signs of life. Days after Hurricane Ian slammed into the state, storm surge poses an ongoing threat. Now we're here surveying uh, a lot of flood. I mean, it's really, really incredible the amount of flood that we're seeing. It's way steep. So far, the U.S. Coast Guard says federal, state, and local authorities have brought about 4,000 people to safety. Many were stranded on Sanibel and Captiva. Devastated barrier islands cut off after flooding destroyed the only bridge to the mainland. FEMA says there have been more than 4,000 water rescues. At least 70 people are confirmed dead here in Florida. In South Carolina... In Myrtle Beach, firefighters rescued apartment residents trapped by floodwaters. But the good news, the governor says it appears no lives were lost. CBS's Michael George. In a breaking news story, Indonesia's Football Association says it's looking into a huge and deadly riot that took place after a match tonight. Reuters reports nearly 130 people were killed. Now the latest on the war in Ukraine. <laughs> President Zelensky says his forces have entered an area annexed by Russia to recapture the town of Lyman in the eastern part of the country. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. The Ukrainians uh, continue to make progress and they, they continue to present problems uh, to the Russians that they'll, uh, they'll have to resolve. Uh, and again, we all have to be encouraged by what we're saying. This would be Ukraine's first victory in Russian claimed territory. In Las Vegas, singer Sam Riddle's performance was part of a ceremony marking five years since a gunman opened fire at a country music concert goers, killing 58 and wounding more than 850. The U.S. women's basketball team is celebrating a big World Cup win over China on ESPN. They do it. Final score, 83-61. No home, record, no home run record for Aaron Judge tonight. Yankee outfielder walked twice and was hit by a pitch. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 803, it's Saturday, October 1st. We're going to see low temperatures tonight falling into the 50s under dreary and damp skies. We're at 58 right now.
And good evening, I'm John Doman with the top local stories we're following this hour. Starting today, several new laws now in effect in both Maryland and the district. If you're driving around in Maryland with your kid and they're under two years old, they now have to be in a rear-facing car seat. And they have to be in that until they reach the height and weight limit for that car seat. You'll get a written warning the first time you're pulled over for it. Maryland's new move-over law is also now in effect. Drivers need to move over or slow down when any car is stopped on the side of the road and flashing hazards. Meanwhile, in D.C., the family paid leave program for private employees has increased to a combined 12 weeks for taking care of a newborn, dealing with a health condition, or caregiving for a sick family member. Luke Luker, WTOP News. You may not remember exactly where you were 20 years ago this weekend, but if you were here in the DMV, you do remember what happened over the next several weeks. The Beltway snipers killed 10 people and wounded three. The first victim, 55-year-old James Martin, was shot to death in Wheaton October 2, 2002, less than an hour after John Allen Muhammad and Lee Boyd Melvo fired a shot into a Michael's Crafts store in Aspen Hill that barely missed a woman inside. The snipers were taken into custody while asleep in their car at a Frederick County, Maryland rest stop October 24th. Muhammad received the Virginia death penalty in 2009. Malvo was currently serving four life terms. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Someone shot a gun inside the food court at Arundel Mills Mall in Hanover today, sending shoppers there into a panic. In a tweet, Anne Arundel County police say video footage revealed the guy who did it may have done so accidentally. Luckily, no one was injured. Officials are still investigating the incident there. Nine men are facing burglary charges in Howard County after two separate attempts to rob high-value residences. County police announced the arrest Friday after two burglary attempts, one in May, the second in September. The September attempt was in the 7100 block of Deer Valley Road in the Highland area, just off Clarksville Pike. They tried to enter a home through a rear sliding glass door and were caught there. In recent years, similar groups have targeted high-end homes across the country. The suspects are from New York and Florida and may be connected to other burglaries in the area. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. A D.C. man has pleaded guilty to charges he threw Molotov cocktails at U.S. Capitol Police. Now, neither of the Molotov cocktails carried by 27-year-old Bernard McCutcheon ever ignited. That was back on July 6th of this year, but just over a year before that... He injured a woman by throwing a similar device at someone who was walking along Rhode Island Avenue in the Shaw neighborhood. That one did ignite and caught her shoe on fire. His 13-month sentence in that case was suspended. He'll be sentenced in his new case in about a month. A call for some tougher penalties for reckless drivers in the district. The Reckless Driver Accountability Act of 2022 would allow the district to impound or boot any car that has tickets for five moving violations or three tickets for speeding by more than 25 miles an hour over the limit or running a red light, even if the tickets are paid. Councilwoman Alyssa Silverman says her plan will allow car owners to avoid being in the impound lot if they take what she calls a restorative justice-based driver's ed class. Silverman says reckless drivers need to get off the road until they can change their behavior. Her bill is based on similar legislation in New York City that she says has cut down on dangerous driving there. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, a new poll looks at the race for governor in Maryland. It's 807. Diamonds Direct's unbelievable zero-interest finance offer is coming to a close. But you have until this Sunday to take advantage of five years zero-interest financing on any purchase. 
Now more than ever, it's the smartest way to buy. You can get that engagement ring or fabulous piece of designer jewelry and spread your payments over five years without paying a dime in interest. This amazing offer is good through this weekend only. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Get all the details, including special Sunday hours, at DiamondsDirect.com on approved credit. Do you own a business? When was the last time you looked it up online? What do you see? Ads for your competitors? A social media page you don't remember making and haven't posted since the pandemic? Are you really open 24 hours a day? It sounds like you need a partner. Contact 2060 Digital to find out how you can get your online presence under control and take your digital marketing to the next level. Visit 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. It's 808. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and Joe Fox is in the WTOP Traffic Center. John, good evening. We're looking at the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway in Maryland. It looks like they have cleared the crash that was on the ramp to Georgia Avenue northbound from the outer loop, but you still have a little bit of a residual slowdown there as you pass Holy Cross Hospital on the outer loop. But other than that, the rest of the Capitol Beltway is moving quite well through Maryland and Virginia. No issues. On, in the district, on DC 295, we had the crash that was reported to be northbound in the vicinity of Pennsylvania Avenue, but now we're seeing a bigger delay southbound. As you approach Benning Road, it doesn't open up until you get a little bit past East Capitol Street. Not sure if we have a new crash or if it's folks slowing down to take a look at the first one. But any event, expect a little bit of a delay as you head southbound on DC 295 through northeast Washington this evening. We do have a couple other crashes. Brink Road in Montgomery County is closed in both directions around Goshen Road. Follow police direction there. And it looks like the delays around the University of Maryland are starting to ease out ever so slightly. Route 1 and Adelphi Road both looking a lot better. Over in Virginia, 95 northbound, you cannot exit onto the northbound Fairfax County Parkway to head towards Burke. And that's because of the crash that is on the overpass over I-95. It's the right side of the roadway blocked with the car up against the Jersey wall over the top of 95. It does look like we've cleared the other crash that was on the ramp from Van Dorn Street to the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway. You're moving well there, but we're still hearing of lots of little spin-outs with the wet roadways, especially after dark. It's obviously much harder to see the puddles. Joe Fox, WTOP Traffic. Your forecast now with Storm Team 4's Steve Friends of Alley. The remnants of what was Hurricane Ian continue to impact the listening area. Be some light showers drizzle this evening and tonight. Areas of fog, too. We stay in the 50s. Periods of rain on your Sunday. Kind of a steadier rain on your Sunday. Upper 50s, the high. Lingering rain on Monday, especially east of town. Breezy and cool, upper 50s again. And then as we head into Tuesday, it looks like there could be an early shower. Otherwise, mostly cloudy. Maybe even a bit of late day sunshine possible. Mid-60s. Better chance of seeing sunshine finally on Wednesday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Alley. 59 degrees in Germantown. We're at 60 in Fairfax City and 59 in Rock Creek Park. And that is brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 8:10, and we're just over a month away from Election Day, but a new poll shows the race for governor in Maryland could be headed for a landslide. A new Washington Post University of Maryland poll finds Democrat Wes Moore leads Republican Dan Cox by a 60 to 28 point margin. Nine percent of respondents say they're still undecided. After current Governor Larry Hogan won two terms by winning over enough moderate Democrats, this survey suggests 22 percent of registered Republicans intend to cross over and vote for Moore instead. The poll surveyed more than 800 registered voters as a margin of error of plus or minus four percentage points. Hurricane Ian could go in the record books, not just for the path of destruction it left in Florida, 
but how much it'll cost to recover. Insurers are bracing for a big hit in the billions. And what's happening with the real estate and insurance market in the Sunshine State could foreshadow what's to come for other parts of the country, too. Paul Brandis, a columnist for Dow Jones Market Watch, joined our Ann Kramer earlier to share why the Florida real estate market is not as it seems. Coastal development, not just in Florida, but all over the country, has been booming. One reason for this is because development and business risk is often mispriced. It's transferred to taxpayers elsewhere who fork over, for example, billions for things like FEMA's National Flood Insurance Program. I'll give you an example here. I mean, your listeners are subsidizing insurance now so others can live in places like Fort Myers Beach, which was flattened by this hurricane, or maybe you're subsidizing insurance for somebody to live on North Carolina's outer banks, which are eroding, but there's growing political pressure to end this gravy train. And what about private insurance? Well, in Florida, it's hard to get and expensive when it is available. So you've got a lot of private insurers who have pulled out of the market. The risks there are simply too great. And a lot of policies that are available only cover wind damage, but not the storm surge, which we saw just uh, wreak so much damage down there. The rising sea levels in Florida is something you say a lot of people just don't get. Explain that. The sea levels are rising quickly. Folks just say, well, let's just build barriers to keep the sea out like they do, say, in Venice or Holland. The problem is one big difference is Florida is built on limestone, which is porous. It's not solid like granite, so it has all these cavities in it. So the water seeps up from beneath right under your feet. So as the sea levels rise at an accelerating pace the water is going to bubble up even higher from below they're beginning to raise the height of infrastructure above this but the cost is huge who's going to pay for that so that's the big difference in florida that is paul brandis a columnist for dow jones market watch we'll have sports next it's 8 13. hey ladies ready to order appetizers hmm, i don't think i should i'm trying to cut back on spending lately didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cash back from Upside, I haven't had to cut back. Even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh no, I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Don't cut back, get cash back with the free app from Upside. I'm Katie from Long Roofing. My great-grandfather founded the Long Legacy with reliability, value, and quality in mind. Cooler weather is coming, so it's a great time to make sure your roof is ready for the season. Small leaks can lead to big problems like structural damage and even mold. Stay warm and cozy under your long roof. Schedule a free estimate today and you'll see we do roof replacement the right way, the long way. If you've been driving ordinary because you think you can't afford luxury, think again. 
The luxury vehicle you deserve is waiting for you at Select Auto Imports. A five-star dealer that's been matching D.C. area customers with like new BMWs, Mercedes, Maseratis, and more for over 30 years. Drive your dream car with no payment for three months. And right now, all premium vehicles up to 33% off of MSRP. Select Auto Imports in Alexandria, Virginia, and at selectautoimports.com. Drive luxury for less and find out what drives you. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 8-15, and here's Frank Hanrahan. Maryland football, big 27-13 win over Michigan State in College Park. The Terps were favored, and they win convincingly. Antoine Littleton in the second, rushed for 120 yards and a touchdown. Defense held the Spartans scoreless in the second half. Terps 4-1 start, 1-1 in Big Ten play. Air Force edging Navy 13-10. Virginia Tech lost to North Carolina 41-10. Virginia's down 14-zip at Duke second quarter. Howard falls to Yale 34-26. Georgetown dropped one to Fordham 59-38. Baseball, Timer Romero of the Nationals got the start. He served up five homers to the Phillies who lead the Nats 8-zip in the fourth inning. And nobody is in the bullpen. Romero got the start and he is getting shellacked. Now the Nats beat Philadelphia 13-4 in the first game of this split doubleheader at Nationals Park. Luis Garcia had five RBIs. Luke Voigt, two-run homer. Joy Manessis, three for four in a solo homer. Annabelle Sanchez got the win in that 13-4 victory. Yankees over the Orioles, 8-zip. Aaron Judge goes 0-for-2, two, two walks in HPP, still on 61 homers. D.C. United visiting Montreal scoreless in the 38th minute. Washington Spirit and uh, the Houston Dash all tied up 1-1, 51st minute at Audi Field. Frank Hanrahan, WTLB Sports. The top stories we're following for you tonight here at WTOP. They are still searching for survivors in South Florida after the devastation from Hurricane Ian. To the north, authorities in South Carolina still assessing the damage there. When all is said and done, Ian projects to be the strongest and costliest hurricane to ever hit the U.S., at least one of them. President Biden has signed a short-term funding bill that keeps federal agencies open through mid-December. The House passed the measure yesterday on a nearly party-line vote after the Senate approved it on Thursday. And after being surrounded by Ukrainian forces, Russia pulled troops out on Saturday from an eastern Ukrainian city that it had been using as a frontline hub. It's the latest victory for the Ukrainian counteroffensive that has humiliated and angered the Kremlin. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in the minutes ahead. Some bad news for your wallet as we enter the cooler months. Experts say you'll be paying more to stay warm. 17% more is the estimate from a recent report. Mark Wolf heads the National Energy Assistance Directors Association. He says one reason has to do with our recent summer weather, which was hotter than the summer before. And as a result, electric companies drew down supplies of natural gas. So as we go into the fall, supplies are tight. When supplies are tight, prices go up. Wolf also sees the war in Ukraine as a factor. He says even though most natural gas in the U.S. is produced domestically, we do export natural gas, and the high rate of prices in Europe is working to also increase prices here. Sandy Cosell, WTOP News. It's 818. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Joe Fox in the WTOP Traffic Center. John, DC 295 southbound, really starting to stack up for the possible crash, which we think is still on the northbound side. But you're going to be slow from Burroughs Avenue all the way down past Benning Road, past East Capitol Street. It does open up as you approach Pennsylvania northbound, just a minor slowdown as we're headed up from southeast to northeast Washington. 
elsewhere on the 14th Street Bridge. Our delays have pretty much cleared out. You're in pretty good shape. All the earlier demonstrations that we had in Northwest are gone. No problems on Georgia Avenue or any of the other major thoroughfares leaving Northwest to head into Montgomery County. On the Beltway, the ramp uh, from uh, to get to Georgia Avenue northbound is completely open. The delays are starting to ease out as you head around front past Holy Cross Hospital towards Bethesda on the outer loop of the Beltway. On the BW Parkway southbound, we're still dealing with the crash. It looks like you're only getting by now on the right shoulder as you head southbound at 100 after leaving BWI Marshall Airport. Once you get past that, you're in good shape through Laurel and Fort Meade. Uh, the uh, is- other issues that we've got are in Virginia. Uh, across the I-95 northbound lanes on the Fairfax County Parkway. We still have the crash. Authorities are working to get that vehicle removed. You are able to exit now northbound 95 to the northbound Fairfax County Parkway to head towards Springfield and Burke, uh, but it's just a very constrained exit process, so just uh, pack your patience as you head that way. Southbound 95, we're in pretty good shape as you head across the Occoquan. Just a minor delay right around 123. It's on the house. No charge. Complimentary for a limited time. Silver Diner's offering free delivery through silverdiner.com. Order today. Offer ends September 30th. Sorry. Silver Diner. Eat well. Be well. Joe Fox, WTOP Traffic. And now a look at this gloomy forecast with Storm Team 4, Steve Prince of Alley. Hi there, John. We're watching the showers coming in. They're uh, coming in from Southern Maryland, Lexington Park, up towards Waldorf, and also across uh, the river as you head towards Centerville, Sudley, and then getting over towards uh, the Philemon area, Berryville, Purcellville, Front Royal, Warrington area, all seeing a couple of light raindrops. And they'll be around tonight. Just some light showers here and there, even across Frederick County in Maryland and Washington County, seeing a few showers as well uh, toward the Thurmont area, then back towards Boonesboro. So again, the showers will be around the remnants of ian lingering just to our south steadier rain is coming in tomorrow that's the activity i'm seeing right now on radar in west virginia so through the evening and the night just occasional light showers drizzle areas of fog 50s tomorrow periods of rain a breezy cool sunday highs upper 50s more rain on monday especially east of town that will be a breezy cool day too only upper 50s the high we could see one to three inches of rain just over these three days saturday sunday monday from the remnants of ian storm will finally pushed to the east so an early shower on tuesday otherwise just a mostly cloudy day middle 60s could be some late day sun tuesday but a better chance of cashing in on sunshine wednesday in the meantime coastal flood warnings continue to early sunday for st mary's and anne arundel counties and coastal flood advisories as well for uh, portions of southern maryland the northern neck and the dc area given the tidal flooding numbers right now it is 63 in seat pleasant 61 alexandria 59 rockville john all right, thanks a lot, Stevens. That is brought to you by New Look Home Design. Pay for half of your new roof later and half never. It's 822. Here's a highlight from Campbell Webb, the Senior Vice President of Platform Engineering at Workday on Federal News Network's Cloud Exchange webinar sponsored by Workday. You know, a lot of agencies today are obviously executing a, a digital transformation. So I think it's really imperative as they move these services to the public cloud, uh, they should seek enterprise SaaS services that can be co-located alongside those enterprise apps. I think this simplifies the integration process, it improves performance, security, and it really negates the need to copy large amounts of data across you know, multiple silos, which really isn't ideal. And it, it allows you to maintain that, that single system of record for your most sensitive data. Here's a highlight from Campbell Webb, the Senior Vice President of Platform Engineering at Workday on Federal News Network's Cloud Exchange webinar sponsored by Workday. The world is changing faster than ever. Keep up with the Enterprise Cloud from Workday. A single system to continuously plan for every what-if scenario. Workday, the finance, HR, and planning system for a changing world.
Everything I know about marijuana, I learned back when me and my friends had mullets. Yeah, I guess I got some catching up to do. And I'm curious about medical marijuana. It's legal in my state, I think. But is it right for me? Ugh. Where can I get reliable, professional answers to my questions? The answer to that question is Veriheal. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L dot com. Medical marijuana can be complicated, even confusing. You want trustworthy answers without jumping through hoops or waiting to see a doctor. I'm a curious guy, but I'm a cautious guy, too. I need trustworthy information, reliable answers to my questions. So Veriheal sounds good. Tell me more. Veriheal.com is your single source for facts about medical marijuana and to pre-qualify online. Private and secure, quick and easy. Get started today with easy financing. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L. Convenience is why we're here. Trust is why we're number one. Veriheal.com. This is WTOP News. It's 824, and with the new school year well underway, Anne Arundel County is again having a hard time hiring enough bus drivers. Officials say nearly 150 kids every day are marked absent because of transportation issues. As of Wednesday, the system's still short nearly 80 contracted drivers. In some instances, drivers have reported being threatened by frustrated parents. One reportedly quit after being assaulted at work. And that report was followed by other drivers fearing for their safety. Anne Arundel students have missed more than 3,100 instruction days total because of bus service problems. A spokesman says school uh, says students will not be penalized for work missed due to an absence caused by a lack of bus service. Prince George's County Public Schools have unveiled proposed boundary changes. Right now, the county says a majority of schools are either way over capacity or way under. Since 2014, enrollment is up by 11,000 students. And it's expected to increase another 7,000 students over the next two years. Two public hearings on the proposals will be held in late October. The Prince George's County School Board voting on the proposal by early November. In all, about 15% of the county's elementary and middle schools would see more than 100 kids switch from one school to another. Three elementary schools would also close. Money news at 25 and 55. Here's Gina Cervetti. Have red-hot rent prices finally peaked? By one recent measure, they are starting to come down. The industry tracking site Rent says that nationally, month over month in August, prices for one-bedroom apartments slipped by almost 2.8%. John Leckie is a researcher with Rent. They typically tend to trend down in the fall and winter, but August is really early for that cycle, so it's sort of a promising sign that price stability might be on the horizon. For a two-bedroom, the average rent fell almost 2.5%. Cheaper cities are going to be located sort of in the Midwest and other places in the South. Texas has a lot of cheap cities. On the other hand, rents are still rising in cities that saw an influx of residents during the pandemic. Greensboro, North Carolina and Richmond, Virginia. You know, Durham, North Carolina. And year over year, average rents for a one-bedroom are still up by around 27%. Lecky says it's worth talking to your landlord. I think most landlords are willing to take a little bit less money to keep a good tenant than they are to maybe jack up the price a little bit and take on a tenant that they don't know. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Gina Cervetti on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, the latest on the uh, cleanup from Hurricane Ian down south. It's 826. When your celebration of life is prepaid in advance, it becomes a gift from you to your family later. Because no one should have to plan for a loss while they're experiencing one. Paying in advance protects your loved ones and gives you the peace of mind you deserve. Let us help you plan every detail with professionalism and compassion. Winter season is here, and Discount Tire wants you to stay safe on the road. 
Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. Let's get you taken care of.